Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Ark of the Covenant podcast, episode one. I am your host, Matthew Hans II, and I'm with your co-host. Efrain Duran. Hey, Efrain. So, what is this podcast about? Why do you think we're doing this? Great question, Matthew. Well, this podcast, you know, we, we, we're dedicating it up to God. God be the glory. And, you know, we're just wanting to spread love, uh, inspire others, and to show people how good God can be when you accept him in your life. And uh, that's our base. That's our solid foundation right there is God. And the, the reason why we're doing this is for, for God's glory, for the kingdom. We want to be able to reach souls. We want to reach anybody. If, if you're living in this world, this podcast is for you. And we're, we're reaching out for you. And we're just trying to be the light and to try and inspire others and show them uh, how, to, how to live a holy lifestyle. Yeah, and I agree. And I think you touched on a couple key points is the the why is why we're doing this is to really love, inspire through the power of God, whether you believe or you don't believe, just to have that open-minded conversation to have a dialogue. Absolutely. Because let's think of, think about it. This generation, this world, society, culture really is inhibiting that dialogue. Mm. People are put in this category. People are put in this category. But yeah, we're reaching out to people of the faith and people who are also not of the faith. But our basis is really to just have that dialogue. And Absolutely. I think that's and I think that's really important. What do you think, Ephraim? Absolutely, because uh, we're we're not discriminating. You know, God created everyone for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So if you're still alive, you know, you have a purpose. And we're just we're just wanting to let people know like how important that is. And once you realize your character in Christ, you know, there's power behind that. The Bible says once you receive the Holy Ghost, power will be given unto you. And we're just, we're just trying to let people know, hey, you know, everything the Bible says is, is true. And the Bible can do wonders once you just seek God. But, you have, but people need to take the first step and seek Him. Yeah, and, and I, I completely agree with the fact that you, you have to seek and, and just come at it with, with an, an open heart and open mind. Um, and I think now we can kind of segue into a prayer, mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of keep diving into it at that point. Absolutely. Okay. Go ahead. Thank you, God, for bringing us here today on the first episode of Ark of the Covenant podcast. I want to bless Efren and his family and all the listeners that may be tuning in today, and bless our thoughts and our words to, to really just um, create a, an environment, a, a culture that just... Uh, lifts it all up to you so we can really come together as 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 one whether you believe or you don't believe we're, we're reaching out to you and we want you to recognize that everyone has a purpose everyone has a purpose everyone's you you made us in, in your image and likeness to to go out there in the world and to come together as as one and i thank you for this opportunity to to start the podcast and to engage in our very first episode and just continue to bless our thoughts and our words and to the guests that we will have on in the future as we lay the foundation for the first episode. In most precious holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And that's that's another thing. Matthew says the most beautiful prayers, and I absolutely love his prayers. Whenever we have Bible studies, uh, we usually start off with the prayer, and you know Matthew just gets it right every time. Uh, and that's just... That's just him, the, it's, uh, the Holy Ghost speaking through him. And, you know, he's, he's very important to me in my life. And 
I've known Matthew for many years. We grew up in church together. Uh, we kind of split ways. Um, I went to a different high school. He went to a different high school. But uh, recently we, we've been reunited, thank God. And, you know, just it's, it's, so, it's so random how we just reconnected. You know, I, I started working at the gym and I saw him coming in super early. And that's another thing. He's a grinder, man. He'll come in at 4 a.m. just <laughs> clapping his hands. Everyone knows he's in there. He's just like... And like 4.30 in the morning? At 4.30 a.m. he comes in screaming, yeah, let's get it, <laughs> clapping real loud. So um, I, I'm, I, I thank God that I've been reunited with my brother. And uh, it, everything's God's timing, you know? Yeah, and that's so true, too, is, is the fact that we were kind of able to rekindle our relationship. And I really want to touch on the fact that Efren and I are not perfect in any sort of way. Mm-mm. You know, we fall, we sin, whether it's, you know, lust, whether it's pride, whether it's ego, uh, greed, we, we fall short extremely and day by day. But, but we recognize that we want to be better. We want to be better by diving into the word, by um, recognizing the traditions of, of the church and the, the different avenues that we can kind of just grow in, in our faith. But I really want to stress that point that we're, we're not here to, to criticize or, or judge, but we're here to just kind of explain our beliefs and explain why we live the way we do. Absolutely. In, and we will fall short. And we, we fall short all the time. But if we can become vulnerable to that fact and let people know that there is hope and there is a way to get to encourage and develop your heart to to really lift it up to the kingdom, I think that's important. What, what do you think, Efren? Absolutely. And we, we have testimonies. We've, we've lived for the world. We, we've, we know how, how, it, how it feels to live for the world and to dedicate everything to God. There are two, there are two different roads and paths of life. And the Bible talks about the narrow road. At first, it, it looks like a narrow road. We you know we we had a Bible study yesterday, and we we mentioned uh, we it was John three sixteen. Uh, we were just talking about the narrow road and how different it is when you're living for the world, and as to living for the kingdom. You know, the difference between those two are drastic, but we talked we touched on this yesterday. Once you once you take your first step on the narrow road, you, there's no going back to the world. The world's never gonna satisfy you as much as God satisfies us. And it's just a different taste once you dedicate everything to God. What do you think? Yeah, and I think the taste, but the difficulty of going oh, through yeah. that path. And responsibility. And responsibility is, is very, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work. It's not easy coming up on, you know, like doing a podcast and talking about the faith, for example. I mean, society and culture doesn't really take Christians or, you know, the, the Christian faith seriously. Mm-hmm. And... It's very mocked nowadays yeah, in society. The, yeah, and I think if we can kind of just bring it to light and just have different characters, like I said earlier, whether they believe or they don't believe, that's our, that's our vision is to just really have that dialogue. Yeah. And, and why do you think that dialogue is, is important and how can we relate that to our vision as well, Efren? So the dialogue is very important because that's where we plant the seed. That's where the, ple- the seed gets planted and... If the Bible says if you have just a, a mustard seed of faith, then you can move mountains. Mm. We hear that, but we don't understand 
what it means, the power behind that. Yeah. The absolute power that God possesses and he can give unto us because he gave us breath. Mm -hmm. So I think the dialogue just offers uh, our opinion, our... Uh, well, our opinion doesn't really matter. It's all about what the Bible says, because this is what we, at the end of the day, we got to go off of, it was what the Bible says, but also our experience. Mm -hmm. We get to talk about our experience and hear others' experience. You know, uh, we, uh, in the near future, we, we want to have guests, and we, we want to hear why some people have let, uh, have astrayed from the faith. We want to hear why people have, uh, you know, sadly hardened hard their hearts, because we know there's people out there. Yeah. And if we could just have that dialogue, you know, maybe, maybe we can just, we can, we can just kind of reach out to them and just show them like, hey, this is, there's goodness when you surrender yourself to the Lord. And we know, we know life's tough, you know, life throws, God allows you to be in that hole. Yeah. In tribulation, the Bible says we thrive in tribulation. The reason for that is because we, there's a moment in that tribulation where you get to reach out for God and you get to reach out for, uh, reach your hand out, and he's waiting for you to reach your hand out for all of us. And it, all it takes is that moment. He allows you to go through tough times so you can come out stronger. He allows you to go through tough times so you can develop yourself through, through God. That's what God wants because God's, God's always going to have your back. He's going to be your backbone. You know, we talk so much about that, like how, how, how powerful God can be in our lives. Yeah, and I think you touched on a couple of good points there too. Is is that vision of of the dialogue and the conversation that you know we we would love for people to have, mm -hmm. and and I think too the to just have that that open minded conversation too, and to really be assertive in our beliefs right. and in our traditions because I come from a a Catholic background and there's different variations of, of Christianity so that'd be another discussion like why is you know what's the difference between like Catholic and Protestantism mm -hmm. why do some Catholics and Protest Protestants you know go head to head how can mm -hmm. we bridge that gap mm -hmm. if we can't bridge that gap between different you know religions or, or, or beliefs how can we bridge the gap with the world and I think that's just an important sentiment as to, to why you know, we want to do do some of these things, and my I think, what do you think are our goals as well, long term wise for scheduling, um, topics, yeah. who are we putting on, what's what what do pe what can people expect when they were tuning in to Ark of the Covenant? They see two you know two little boys are like, man, what are, man. These, what are these guys talking about? Who who do we, you know what what can we what can they? We're expect? definitely babies. We don't have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of experience in the world, but we got a ton of experience. Uh, with God yeah. and our relationship with God. Uh, but, our, you know, our goals are, and we, and we did a lot of thinking before this podcast, uh, uh, God manifested this podcast. Uh, so we, we touched on topics like name. That took like a week. Uh, we took, uh, we found our name in the Bible, by the way, Revelation 7, uh, Ark of the Covenant. It mentions how... Uh, yeah, talk about the significance of, yeah, of that. Yeah, because uh, this name, we wanted it to like represent us. And we, we, we had a couple names, a couple options, but this one sat well with our spirit. And we dove into the Bible one night. We were like, what can we, what, what can our name be? Like, just God, show us, like, because we, we want it to be powerful and we want it to represent God because that's what, that's what our roots are. And so we were just flipping through the Bible. We went through Luke. We went through, uh, until we finally got to Revelation, uh, when, the, when the seventh trumpet is finally sounded uh, and, and God comes and takes over the earth. Uh, and it mentions how uh, 
he, the Ark of the Covenant is revealed, which is the, 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 the manifestation of God's power. The manifestation of God's power. We were like, okay, we, we, we need to dissect this because I've heard Ark of the Covenant in church all my life, but I never understood it. And so we actually broke it down and understood, okay, there's power behind this. And this represents us. This represents uh, the, when, when God finally comes and, and, and just takes over because he he, he's taken back what he has created. You know, what do you think yeah, about that? Yeah, and the Ark of the Covenant was only mentioned a very few times in the Bible. It was very minimal. Twice. Yeah, twice. So the, the, the significance and the importance of it is, is very, there's, there's a lot of meaning behind it. Yes. And another point I want to touch on with the Ark of the Covenant is it possesses the Ten Commandments. Absolutely. It, it's a, a gold-plated, so some background about the Ark of the Covenant. Um, when Moses, you know, possessed the Ten Commandments, they, they put it in this, the, this ark. And the ark is a gold-plated, and basically people would have to lift it up. But that ark had the Ten Commandments, and no one knows where, where this ark is. So I was thinking, like, if we could kind of bring the Ten Commandments to light, if we can bring our experiences, if we can bring believers, non-believers, whatever it is, if we can bring these people to light and have a dialogue and just sit here and talk and enjoy our experiences and... Bridge that gap. I think that that's important. And what else do you think, Efren, that people can uh, tune in to, to expect? Not only just listening to us kind of have a dialogue and laying the foundation of, but what is what are some opportunities that people can expect in the future as well? Yeah, we're, we're, we have big plans. You know, we, we want to grow. We want to reach out. We want to branch off. And we want to have more guests on the podcast um, we have a couple in mind. Uh, we're not going to say them now, but we have some... Stifu. Some, str- <laughs> <laughs> some, some strong kingdom men. That's what we want to have on right away to set the, set the tone. Set the tone right. You know, that's really important. We want to set the tone right. And uh, that way our guests can, you know... We, we want the spirit to flow. You know, we must decrease and God must increase. Yeah, that's so important. So and- important. I think not only that too is we'll also have Bible studies. Whether if yes. we have another brother on and we kind of and towards the end of this episode, we'll kind of dive into what we were reading yesterday at our our Bible study that Fred and I had. Um, but I think another important factor is having different topics to talk about. Like, what is responsibility? What is work ethic? Right. What why why have those values? Mm-hmm. Um, what what is what is purpose in Christ? What does that mean? Um, why, why are, what are the different traditions in the Catholic faith? What are the traditions of the Protestant faith? What are the different traditions of Baptist? Some of these, you know, the questions that we can hopefully, by having these individuals on who have the experience, who have more knowledge than us, mm-hmm. having them on and be able to kind of explain some of these things, I think that would be very significant. And the fact that our environment has some very positive individuals in our lives absolutely and, and what do you think they're they're having these positive individuals what do you think how can they play a significant role in the podcast as well right and that's 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 what's special about us and and god's creation as, as humans is that everyone's different and everyone has their own style you know we may have different labels you know christian catholic Protestant, Baptist, Pentecostal, Apostolic, but at the end of the day, those labels don't matter. 
because we need to realize that who, who that God is our roots, Jesus is our roots, and that's what connects us all together. At the end of the day, that's what connects us all together. So, and that's the reason why we're, we're, we want to reach out for the world is because our roots are, are in Jesus. He's, he died for our sins. He's the precious lamb. He sacrificed himself for us sins, our sins. And so just out of respect, you know, we got we to gotta realize what our roots are. And tying back to guests, we, we want to have different guests because everyone has a different uh, uh, experience. Everyone had a different road. You know, Matthew's road may have not have been the same as mine. Mine has been more difficult. And I also want to touch up on our, uh, I actually, actually want to uh, talk about our testimonies yeah. because that's what, uh, we, we need to explain our testimonies first so that yeah. the audience can get a better feel for us. Yeah. So did you want to say yeah, your testimony I can, first? I can, I can start us off. All right, Matthew. Um, so some little background about me. Obviously, uh, I'm 20 years old. Efren's 21 years old. So we're, we're very little babies. We, very little experience, and we <laughs> and we fully recognize that, and we uh, want to make that clear, but also embrace that, mm-hmm. v- embrace that little ex- you know experience, so we can kind of keep jogging the the information of of gaining the knowledge, gaining the wisdom, and gaining any sort of opportunity to to grow in our faith, in our life, and and even just whatever God has planned for us. But back to testimony, obviously born. You know, in 2002, I was, we both of, I was born here in Rancho Cordova, uh, Sacramento, uh, California, and I was born and raised here, lived in Anatolia, and then my mom and dad uh, separated when I was going from elementary school to middle school. So from there, then I transitioned to, to in, started embracing the faith a little bit more because my dad started bringing us to church. Back then, when I was in elementary school, I was like, Hey man, it's Sunday. We we we're chilling, you know. Watching <laughs> Sunday night football, or you know, um, but I always kind of had the idea that Sunday was a holy day because a lot of my family would talk about it. They would go to church, and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, why didn't we go to church? Yeah. But I was little, so I was like, all right, whatever. So, um, but when we had that dramatic event kind of happen in in my life and my in my you know my family life, that's when um, my my dad kind of took us under his wing. And raised uh, my sister and I for for many years, even up until now. Mm-hmm. And he brought us to church, and I think that planted the seed in my life tremendously because I was, I would attend church, and of course I didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah, I wasn't as invested into it as some of the other years prior because just I was just growing and maturing in my faith and who I am. But I started just wanted to welcome this with open arms. And I think God just kind of planted a seed into me. And then one day my my grandma brought me to adoration. Wow. On a Thursday. She's like, you got to come. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how to pray the rosary though. She's like, I'll teach you. Short little Filipino lady. Man, she's yeah. hardcore. <laughs> she's hardcore, man. I mean, she makes the best lumpia, but oh wow. Uh, my grandparents, I love them. They're they're great. They're great people. But my grandma was like, all right, you know, it's like 104 degrees in the summer of like sixth grade seventh grade she's like, all right you're coming so i was like okay so I, is this like church you know so i was coming with my button up all dialed in mm-hmm. uh, everyone's just there in like you know some jeans and t-shirt i was like oh okay so this, <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting <laughs> but but that's when i started i was like oh okay so we're all here you know praying this is interesting i've never done this before i, I thought it was just sunday and that was it you just pack your bags and you just went home and did whatever and we my family has a tradition of having sunday brunch so that really got me close in my family unit, especially. 
every Sunday after church, we would go to my grandparents' house, yeah. and we would talk about you know faith, what's going on in the world, different family events. Right. Um, now I call it, call it like the Haunts Chronicles. You know, yeah. As we get older, because things just get more and more interesting, and oh, yeah. we'll have stories about that. But oh yeah, oh yeah, I need <laughs> to hear some of those. Yeah. <laughs> and I think so. Yeah, just from there, my grandma brought me on, and she taught me how to pray the rosary. So she said, "Hey, take this." She gave me a whole blue like, uh, bat like packet of different prayers, and it had the rosary in there. It had how to pray the rosary, and a whole variety of prayers. She would just hand me them like like it was mm-hmm. candy. Mm-hmm. She's just that kind of person. She's like, "All right, here you go, here you go, here you go." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm just you know." Grandmas are the best. Man. I know. <laughs> <Grandmas> <laughs> I was just you know just kind of taking it all in. Grandmas you know? are something special, man. For and sure. just from there. Um, you know, kind of just kept embracing the faith. My cousins and my, my uncles, and, you know, were coming to church as well. So mm-hmm. we all lived like three blocks within each other. So when my dad, from elementary school to middle school, he moved us out to, you know, the Mills Ranch area. And I was a block away from my grandparents. I was a b- two blocks away from my uncle and my aunt. Yeah, I remember you guys like walking to church together. Yeah, yeah we walked to yeah. church. We would uh, walk to school. Yeah. We, we did a little bit of everything. But That's awesome. um, just from there really got to experience, you know, my family kind of bringing us on. And that's when we got involved in doing altar serving. And then mm-hmm. I started doing lecture readings and just kind of involved myself. And that's when Efren and I met because we embraced St. John Vianney's catechism. Yeah. Our parents, you know, probably put us in it for a reason. We were yeah. probably like a little bit like, okay, we got to show up every Monday night. You know, yeah. I was like, dang, man. Monday night, you know, it's already a busy day. So. I know, we already had, had, had school today. What's yeah. this? <laughs> I didn't remember coming from wrestling practice. I was like, sh- just, just slumped, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like falling asleep, trying to stay awake. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that was kind of my testimony in, in embracing the faith. Obviously, I've fallen short. I've, I've never, I've far from perfect. And, and, you know, no one's perfect here. Um, I've, I've, you know, had different times in my life where, you know, I was very short in the faith, whether it was, you know, embracing like partying or drinking and, but I've always tried to, to bounce back and, and, and come together in, in this um, in, in the traditions and the values and the principles. So that's a little bit about my testimony. And what about you, Efren? Let's hear it, man. I mean, yeah. you got an interesting story. I love, I right. think Efren's story is incredibly inspiring because it yeah. brings, it's, it's like a, it's like a wave, you know, it just has its ups, it has its downs, but you know, now it's just going straight for the moon, man. So let's hear it, dude. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I love, God gives us our testimony to also remind us what we've been through. Mm. And, you know, life's not, life's not easy. You go through a lot of tough times, and, but it's okay because in those tough times, we build calluses, we get stronger, you know, spiritual, spiritually, physically, everything. And that's also, that's also what uh, is important for young men because... We, we have to go through tough times in order to uh, become kingdom men. You know, God, God wants warriors. But for my testimony, uh, you know, Matthew mentioned, I grew up in, uh, we, we grew up in the Catholic Church. And, you know, I, 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 I would come with my family. My family came every Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, thankful for, for having uh, parents to plant the seed mm-hmm. and as well uh, as, as value mm-hmm. God and, 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 and keep that day holy, mm-hmm. as we say. And growing up, I always, I always, I would look at the cross and I'd, I'd say, it, it sat right with me that Jesus is my Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, it just sat right with me ever since I was a kid. Ever since I was a kid, I, 
I'd like stare, I'd stare at my ceiling and I'd be like, there's more to, there's more to life than like, <laughs> that, that will meet the eye, you know, there's, yeah. there's more to this, there has to be, I'd, I'd, I'd gaze and I'd think, okay, like, who, who created me, who created the world, okay, it'd always go back to God, and I'd be like 10, 12, you know, just thinking, always thinking, and you know, it, it was, it was a solid foundation that Jesus is my Lord, mm. I may not have known the significance as as I do now, but you know I that that's always been, I've always had that seed in me that Jesus is Lord, and that's to my parents. You know, I I I thank God for my parents because they they took initiative and they raised me right. The Bible says if you raise a child, uh, in, in the eyes of the Lord, He will not depart from me. Mm. So you know we we give praise to our parents mo- first and foremost. Yeah. You know. And your mom has the best cooking, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Matthew's been been over a couple of times now, and he's been eating all my food. So you know, we may have a problem soon. No, like, he can come over and eat all my food if he wants. He's my brother. But um, so I I, I always knew in church that uh, Jesus is my Lord, but I never felt the Holy Spirit. I I, I never like like felt moved. I would I would pray because I know it was like it was the right thing to do, but I never actually experienced God for itself. I never actually felt Him. But I knew he was there, and I knew he was waiting for me, you know. And as a kid, you know, I was I was so stubborn. I'm I'm still a little stubborn. And that's something <laughs> I work with. I'm very hard headed. But the first part of changing and growing is acknowledging it. Yeah. And so, uh, growing up, uh, I knew I knew I was uh, I, I was uh, Jesus is my Lord. But uh, I kind of strayed away from that. I didn't I didn't really value that as much as I should have. And you know, I was living for the world. But I'd go to I'd go to church on Sunday, so living for the world, it, it you try to become accustomed to the world, and that's something I really tried to do growing up, and I did, you know I'd go to school and I try to hang with the cool kids, I try mm. to, but I knew I could never be a cool kid because I was there's something in me that wasn't cool enough for the world, mm. I try to be popular, you're not popular man, you're just not meant to be. Mm. And but always I'd always try to like if I heard kids cussing I try to cuss you know, which is it's sad to think about but you know that's just the type of person I was and that's mm-hmm. I I was trying to become accustomed to the world, mm-hmm. until finally I realized that you're not gonna find happiness in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, the, there's been some events and uh, uh, COVID, yeah. you know opened up a lot of eyes you know God allowed COVID to happen for a reason. You know, God's always in control, you know, and, and it, it all comes, it all falls into his plan in the end. Yeah. So, you know, COVID opened my eyes uh, and and when everything shut down, I was like, okay, you know, like uh, I was in college at the time and I was like, okay, cool. Everything's sh- shutting down. I get oh, to five, four, five in the morning. You know, he's at Cal Fit. We're not there yet. We're yeah. against that. But, uh, during COVID, uh, I was like, okay, cool. Like. Uh, I get to be lazy now, and I moved out at this time. This, this is when I was nineteen. I, I moved out, and uh, I moved out because uh, me and my mom, we I, I, I we always butt heads, and I never really uh, gave her the respect that she deserves. And you know that's 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 something I really felt ashamed about. And me and my mom, we had a tough uh, relationship, but um, you know now now I I, I realize that you know we got to love our mothers and. We gotta have respect for them.
the recording time for that. Okay. Quick gap going back. But yeah, then I then I then I realized the importance that we we need to respect our parents. The Bible mm -hmm. says honor your parents. So it just took me a little longer, but you know, finally we got there. Um, but I moved out at the time because I was butting head with my parents, and I just wanted to live for the world. I just wanted to do, feed my flesh, mm -hmm. and that was the issue. Uh, I moved out, um, and I, I I picked up a bunch of bad habits. Uh, I started smoking weed. I started drinking. I started fornicating, and. Uh, I, I did that for about six months, and mm. you know that I at the time it felt good, but guess what? At the end of those six months, I I looked. I remember one one night especially. I I think I told Matthew about this. I looked in the mirror, and I I looked into I looked at myself, and I it was the scariest moment. I I mm. forgot who I was. Mm. I lost myself, and and that moment, I I knew something had to change, because. I was living for the world, and I was a slave to the devil and his temptations, mm. and that's the scariest feeling. And you know, thank you, Jesus, that He pulled me out of that, and He He showed me that that's not what He that's not my purpose. That's not what He has for me. He has something better for me. He has something stronger and and more uh, fulfilling for me. Mm. And so, from then on out, I was like, I I gotta find myself again. I gotta move back home. I gotta stop smoking weed. I gotta stop all this stuff. I need to surrender to God because mm -hmm. that's what's gonna, that's what's gonna get me out of this. And when we talk about, there's a moment when you're in that hole where you need to reach out and God's waiting for you. I ex I had my moment, and I took advantage of my moment. I reached out for God, and He pulled me out of that hole. He pulled me out of the dungeon, and that's that's what's always gonna stick for me. That God had my back when I needed Him most, mm -hmm. and you know I'm so grateful. And I ended up moving back home. Uh, uh, fixing my relationship with my mom, nice. uh, stopping all. I mean, I didn't stop the the smoking weed and the drinking right away, but you know it took time. But you know, I I I took the steps by moving back home and and stopping all that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and and finally, you know, God God uh, saved me from that, and uh, I haven't been doing that since. And uh, when finally uh, uh, when I moved back home and COVID opened everything back up. Uh, I kind of led away from the Catholic Church, and you know, I, because I, they were closed, everything was closed, yeah. and for the first time, it's so crazy. I opened my Bible, and I just, I just let the Spirit talk to me, and for the first time in my life, I felt the Spirit, the Spirit that I didn't know I had. It was like a fire. It was like mm. a fire in me. It felt like I could run a mile. It felt like I could run a marathon. Yeah. No stop. Like I just wanted to run. Like I couldn't sleep at off. I was like, what is this? Like. God, is this you? Like, is this is this is this what I've been missing out on? Mm. I want, I need more of this. I want more of this. I need God, and so finally seeking God for my own. That's what it took, because that's what He wants all of us to do. He just wants us to seek Him, take that first step, show Him that because you, this is a relationship. At the end of the day, you have your own personal relationship with God, and when you die, you're gonna face Him head on. You know He's gonna. You know. Uh, so so the relationship is the most important aspect. Having that strong bond with God. Because once you know the voice of God, then you get to discern what's right and what's wrong. Mm. And he's going to give you blessings like wisdom and all these things. So uh, uh, let's go back. Uh, so I finally felt God and I knew, okay, why wasn't I feeling this in the Catholic Church? 
And then I realized, okay, the apostles, they didn't agree on everything. You know, mm-hmm. people have different styles. Yeah. Sometimes people have, need different environments to, to know and to feel God. And so when everything opened back up, uh, I started working at CalFit, and I, I reconnected with Matthew. And I'd see him uh, super early in the morning just grinding away, clapping it up. <laughs> everyone, everyone knows, everyone's awake once he starts coming in and clapping. I'm like, dang, he's here. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I was working at CalFit, and then... Uh, you know, uh, uh, working there and working out also, that's, that, that's what kind of uh, kept me focused. And I kind of I uh, uh, over-prioritized uh, working out. I thought, okay, if I'm, if I'm working on my physical, I need to work out my spirit too. So that's something that clicked uh, at that age. Uh, I was like 19 to 20, or 20 at the time. And then, uh, so reconnected with Matthew and uh, uh, working at CalFit, uh, I, actually, I actually went through a breakup. And that really, uh, that really uh, messed me up pretty bad, yeah. and that kind of set me back. But uh, in, in, that, in that tough time, I was in the hole again, and uh, Matthew, I, I finally had a brother to lean on. Mm. Matthew uh, helped me through that tough time, and uh, I, I just felt like so comfortable coming to him. And right in front of everyone at CalFit, he said a prayer right then and there for me. And, I, and, and when we said that prayer, you know, I felt the fire again, mm. and, and, and we shared that moment. And that's something I'm always going to be grateful for, is, is Matthew had my back when I was in the dungeon again. Mm. And so that's why, that's why I have a special bond with my brother right here. Mm. Um, and then from there, then point, that point on, I focused solely on God. Um, I was like, okay, I'm, not, I'm done idolizing uh, women. I'm done idolizing the gym. I'm done idolizing all these uh, false things that are going to bring me temporary uh, satisfaction. Mm. What's going to bring me everlasting satisfaction? Okay, that's God. And that's God. So finally, you seek the kingdom. The Bible says seek the kingdom and everything. Uh, yeah, Matthew everything. 6.33, but seek first the kingdom and the righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Absolutely, and that clicked. And, and, and once that clicked, I was like, okay, I need to dedicate everything to God. Because... That's what's going to bring me peace and hope, and that's what's, I need that security. I need that rock, that foundation. And I prayed. I remember one night I prayed, God, you know, I want to go back to church, but, you know, I, I, I have a different style. I can't go back to the Catholic Church, you know, because I, 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 didn't, feel, I didn't feel you there. And so I prayed about God uh, show, showing me a church or putting, putting a man in my life to, to show me the church. Two days later... Uh, this this uh, this this man, uh, Mr. Sanchez, he 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 recognized my wristband. It says Jesus is Lord right here. And at the gym, I'm working one day, and he goes, "Hey, what does that say?" And I'm like, "Oh, Jesus is Lord." And he says randomly, "Oh, you should come to my church, man." Right after I prayed for it, and I was like, "Like God, God put this man right in my in my path. Am I gonna take the opportunity, or am I gonna let it pass by?" So of course, I I took the opportunity. It was a no-brainer, and uh, I, 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 uh, I started going to the Rock Church of Elk Grove, and I got baptized in the name of Jesus, and because I, I knew I, I lived the life of sin, I was living for the world this whole time, and whether I, I acknowledged it or not, but finally I, I hit a point where I was like, you know, I, I can't be doing this anymore. I got to dedicate everything to God, and uh, I got baptized uh, in Jesus' name, and from then point on, that was like, okay, now I'm covered with the blood. Now I have a responsibility. Mm. Now, now we're in the fight. 
Now we have a target on our back. Yeah. And as soon as, and, and the devil recognizes when a warrior stands up for the kingdom because that's ultimately going to go up against the devil's kingdom mm -hmm. or, the, or the devil's uh, people. So uh, I, had a, I, I had a target on my back. Literally the next day after being baptized, I was drinking with my friend. Mm. And that just, I felt that temptation and that, that stronghold. I was like, I just got baptized. Why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel like, because I didn't. And, and, and at this point, I got to realize that, okay, my flesh wants to destroy me. The devil wants to destroy me. But my spirit is what wants to be humble and, and pure. So I need to recognize my spirit and my flesh, and I need to die to my flesh daily. I need to take authority over my flesh. That's what's going to give me, that's what's going to allow me to withstand the, the devil's tacti tactics, you know? And so from that point on, uh, I, I started recognizing my spirit. Okay, like this is the, if, and, and it's a voice in your head. You know when your flesh is speaking, and you also know when it's your spirit. Because your flesh is going to give you anxiety, stress you out, all these things. But your spirit is going to comfort you. The Holy Spirit's a keeper. You know, it's going to keep you holy. And so uh, from that point on, I, uh, I dedicated my life. And, you know, God has been blessing me ever since. You know, here we are with the podcast. And, you know, I, and, and once, you, once you get a taste of that narrow road, there's no going back. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is, too, is, is back to kind of like what your testimony was, is our, our paths collided. Yeah. And it was, it, was, it was a short window yeah. that we either could have embraced it or we could have just, you know, just kept going our own separate ways. And, but as, as we started growing in our relationship, that's when, you know, I was like, Efren, come on, you know, we have a Bible study every week. It was a lot of my brothers and I. It's Carlo, Mark, Josh. Um, these these people will also be featured on here uh, in due time. And, and they're they all have their own experiences and they're all, you know, really wonderful, you know, men, mm -hmm. men of Christ. And mm -hmm. so I was like, hey Efren, come on man. I was like, just come check it out, you know, kinda like your same experience with your church. So I was like, just come check it out, you know, you don't and that's when Efren started engaging and from there, the that, conversations we were having. And that's what helped get me through that breakup is, mm. is my brothers, my, the Bible study, you know, yeah. diving into the word. That's what brought me back to center and center. Okay, like God, Jesus, my Lord, he's always going to have my back. He's always going to be there. Yeah. So, you know, I'm so grateful for my brother Matthew because he, he, he helped me. He when at the toughest part, point of my life. It seemed like uh, I had a brother who was there for me. Yeah. And it, there's always those opportunities. We just have to be diligent. And I think what you did was you were aware of the situation you were in and you made the conscious decision like, okay, where do I want to go next? What's my game plan? You know, and, and like apply that to a career, for example. Okay. If I want to switch a career, what's my game plan? What am I going to do? I got to take these steps, X, Y, Z. I got to quit my mm -hmm. job. I got to talk to my boss. I got to talk to my employees. Um, but I got I to gotta have a game plan. And I think right. that's important. Or if I'm going to stop, you know, trying to stop, you know, drinking, for example. Okay. So let's, let's, Let's break it down. So let's, um, how, how can I, you know, condition myself to, to not, you know, be in an intoxicated state. So let's just, you know, have the temperance or the environments that kind of we talk about to, to separate ourselves from them. Or um, if we are in an environment, just be conscious and, and recognize that don't get caught up because you'll be, you, you can ultimately get lost in those environments and then, mm -hmm. you know, repent. But yeah, back to that. So we were having, you know, the Bible studies and during the Bible studies, you know, we had like Steve, we had Carlo, we got 
you know, Aaron, Wayne Scott, he's also a very important figure, and I think both of Efren and I's lives, you know, wonderful man. He's he's in the gym 430, he's clapping it up just like yeah, Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> clapping it up. Like but he's double Matthew's age. Yeah. <laughs> he's a young man. He's a young man, yeah. too. Yeah. He's, he's like me, but, you know, steroids, steroids. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was when we were kind of just embracing it at that point, and we would all look at each other, and we're like, after the Bible study, we're like, man, these conversations are, they're impactful. They're, they're huge. We have people coming up to us after the fact and, and shaking our hands and like, hey, right. man, that was, that was powerful. Right. And yeah. I think you can talk about right. that a little bit. That's, that's, a, that's, that's the move of God. Right now, like, the camera says, change the battery pack. So Efren is going up, and he's he's making dreams come alive again. That's wonderful to see. The battery's gonna die soon. Okay. All yeah, right. we can wrap it up in the next five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we we've been having Bible studies. Yeah, and I think from from having those Bible studies, that that was when, you know, when people started coming up to us, when we started realizing like, this is this is huge, man. There's there's a lot going on that you know, more than meets the eye. And we would kind of look at each other and we we're like, dude, podcast, question mark? You know, like, we've talked about this before. Let's do it, man. Let's let's see what it's all about. So that's when Efren and I were like, hey, let's, let's, let's start um, pursuing this and just have that open dialogue. And I think that that's the most important thing is just, just to have that dialogue and, so we can grow in the faith so we can have other people listen and you know so because people are coming up to us after the fact hey man that was powerful that was huge like that was that was wonderful absolutely and that's when we were like okay i think it kind of clicked and we're like let's just let's just be us let's just be us and have a conversation of of why we're doing this and what we're doing about it Mm -hmm. and i mean what do you think Efren? like yeah what do you think of the formulation of the podcast like how did that you know, come, kind of bring the light in your your experience and your perspective. Yeah. Um, did you mention how, like, you were going to start a podcast? Yeah. And Okay, yeah, God's timing, you know, that's that's all it is. And when I was in the dungeon of life, you know, Matthew, God put a brother in my life uh, to drag me out. So I, I totally believe it's God's timing. And uh, it's that's why we have to be patient and obedient because it's all about timing. And it's all about waiting, waiting on the Lord. That's very important, and, and you, you need to be patient because if we go off our own timing, we're, it's going to lead us to destruction every yeah. time, and we have our testimonies to, uh, to look back on and to learn from. Yeah, and I, I love that too, like our own timing, that patience, because, right. I mean, let's think about it. The world, there's so much instant, instant gratification, gratification. instant, hey, let's, you know, let's watch TikTok or what's going on YouTube. It's so accessible, mm-hmm. and I think Stifu... Um, he's another brother of ours, that older older gentleman at at Starbucks that we met. But he he kind of talks about like you know his experience when he was growing up, and a lot of older people that we talk to, their experience is like, hey man, like we didn't have any of this technology stuff, and and every generation says, oh yeah, you guys got it easier, you guys got higher, harder. Yeah, we, we recognize that, but I think one thing we do recognize is the accessibility of everything. Mm-hmm. Everything's just at our fingertips, and it's like. You know, how can we condition ourselves in a world that is so accessible and can be so uh, daunting that, you know, 
can we, how do we produce those conversations? And, and what do you think of that effort, like the, the instant gratification and how have we gone about um, kind of maintaining the, the values as well? Yeah, the instant gratification, that's what your flesh wants. Your spirit longs for something deeper and it's, it's, it, your spirit's supposed to be patient. It's meant to be patient. Mm-hmm. But the flesh, that's why this society, we got uh, Tinder, we got all these, fa- uh, all these things to instantly gratif- uh, gratif- gratification for our flesh. Yeah. And that's what it is, you know. We've got a lot of people living for their flesh and not their spirit. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to mention this verse real quick. Yeah, for sure. It talks about lightness and darkness. Uh, it's John uh, 3.19. Yeah. It says, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world. But people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. And I just think that's very important. And finish that too, to 21. Oh yeah, let me finish But whoever lives by the truth comes into Mm. the light, so that may be seen plainly Mm. that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. So beautiful. That's just, just, that's John um, 3... 319 to 21. 21. Yeah. So what what do you think is your takeaway from that? So just to quickly uh, break that down, um, you know, there's light and darkness, but the the light, God can't comprehend the darkness because he he has no darkness. He is all light. So that being said, the darkness recognizes the light because imagine you're in a room and then you, 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 you you turn on the lights right away. Oh, it's blinding at first. The, the darkness is, 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 can't comprehend the light. Yeah. And, and neither can the light, but guess what? The light is, 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 is more power, powerful than the darkness. Mm-hmm. And it, it shines brighter than the darkness. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's, that's showing how uh, our, our deeds are evil. Our, our deeds, uh, our heart is deceitful, and it, and it wants to be wicked. But um, the, God tells us we need to be born again. We need to deny ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to... Uh, strive to be humble for humility mm. and and those and and that's that's what comes with accepting the lightness and uh it says for, for fear that their deeds will be exposed but whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so if you live by the truth you're automatically gonna come to the light you're automatically gonna come to the god once you accept the truth yeah and the the thought that i kind of came to my head too is is kind of trailing back to that instant gratification of what the world kind of has to offer there's a lot of technology and there's a lot of um, different ways that people can express their point of views mm-hmm. so our idea is like why don't we just be us why don't we express the faith and, mm-hmm. and use that because yeah the generations before didn't have this accessibility as much as we do now but hey that's that's a we can use that to our advantage absolutely and 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 if you if you look at it like that way if you look at like things that can be potential opportunities i think if we can really encourage that mindset that the, the hope and positivity and the opportunities that, like you kind of mentioned earlier, I think you were touching on a little bit is you look at the news, negativity. You look mm-hmm. at, you talk to, you know, people, you know, negative, oh, we got inflation, we got, um, you know, COVID, this or that. or But it's like, that's an opportunity. That's an opportunity to look at it and have a perspective was, okay, so I'm in this position. What can I do to become better? Right. What can I do to encourage my faith? Mm-hmm. How can I build my community, my society, people in my life, my family, my friends? How can I build them up, stand for what I believe in, mm-hmm. and we can all come together and, and progress in this world? And I truly, truly believe that. And I think, you know, that kind of trails back to a sort of my testimony when I did get caught up 
with my you know parents kind of getting separated, I always said to myself, how can I be better from this? How can I be better? So beautiful. And I think that is such an important sentiment. And why? Why? We had the ambition to do this podcast. Why? Why? How can we better our community? How can we better our friends, our family? And you know, whether you believe or not, we, we love you. We care about you. Mm-hmm. We just want to speak our truth and our position. Mm-hmm. And whatever encounters you have in life, we, we are here. And if you need brothers, if you need, you know, if you're a sister, if you're a brother, if you're in the hole, if you're doing well in the faith, if whatever position you're in, we want to be there and we want to, you know, reach out to us, encourage, and just so we can just lay that foundation for the, the love and the truth. And I think that as time will progress, we'll, we'll slowly maintain that. And, and what do you have to think, Efren? We want to save souls. We want to build up warriors. We want to gather warriors because the time is coming. You know, we live in some interesting times. And, you know, the Bible doesn't say uh, that when Jesus is coming exactly, but he, we, we'll have an idea of the season. And, and, we'll be have, ready. and we'll have an idea of the signs that are going to come before Jesus comes back. So we really need to, uh, uh, we really want to take responsibility as leaders yeah. and save souls, gather up as many people, people as we can. You know, we want to build up the kingdom. That yeah. is the old, our ultimate goal is to build up the kingdom and raise up kingdom men. Yeah. And, and doing whatever it takes and just having, having the dialogue, having the conversation and just being open-minded but assertive. Yes. And coming from a, a humble heart and a loving heart. But as long as we can just keep coming together in a way that shapes a positive, lightful future for this generation, for the next. That is our purpose. That is what we're here to do is to, to be that voice, to be that light, to say, hey, if you're in the hole, if, you, if, you, if you're sad, if you're depressed, or if you're going through a lot. Going through anything. Like if you're going through anything right now, you know, we, we love you. We care. We I genuinely do. You know, and if, if, you know, you want to have your testimony and you want to be able to kind of explain your position, then let's have that dialogue. Let's have that conversation. I think that's important. Let's plant some seeds. Plant some seeds. And I think from there we can just continuously grow Mm -hmm. and watch this develop over time. But you want to, should we just wrap things up now? Yeah, we could, we could finish up with the prayer and, uh. I think we touched on everything we wanted to address. Yeah, that was our why. This is some goals that we have. Our why, you know, to love, inspire, goals to um, upload on a on a biweekly schedule. Right. Cover different topics. Have Bible studies. Have interviews. Mm-hmm. Our vision is to really just come together and have that dialogue and, and love. And I think our, our testimonies can be one of of imperfection, but you know our imperfection, so we can, you know replicate um the life that jesus lived not you know word for word or act for act everything mm-hmm. he did but because we're falling and we fall short but how can we you know learn from him and, and grow from that and right. this, how can we glorify god yeah and we touched why we chose the name that we chose ark of the covenant and the significance behind that in revelations and the few times it was mentioned in the bible and yeah if you guys have any questions um if you guys have any comments that you'd like to make, we'd love for you guys to just have that conversation, have that dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, please, if, if you want to keep maintaining these podcasts and, and relationships, then subscribe, follow, mm-hmm. um, do whatever that you know, needs to be done, I guess. And I think we can 
Efren, you want to end this off in a prayer? We can wrap yes. things up here. Yes. And uh, just real quick, we, we want to make sure we always glorify God first because he, he, he's blessed us with everything in our lives. So, you know, we, we want to always lift everything up to God. And don't take our word for any, any of this. You know, see, uh, seek your own, uh, seek the Bible first, seek God first, and then you will be, uh, the wisdom will come unto you. So uh, let's go ahead and end this off with the prayer. <sighs> Lord God, I just want to thank you for uh, having us start this podcast up, me and Matthew, and for, for blessing us with this opportunity and for giving us a voice to represent your glory and your kingdom. And I just pray that you continue to allow us to lead and shine the light in this dark world and to, to reach out to souls who are going through a tough time or who, who are taking their own walk serious and who, who just are, are, are desperate for a more meaningful life or anybody in this world. We want to reach those people and we want to bless the audience and everybody who is listening. And we want to say a special prayer for them that they may come to the light and they may die to their flesh and repent and follow their spirit. I want to pray that, I want to pray a special blessing for Matthew's family, for all of our brothers and sisters. And I pray that you just guide us in the right direction, God, that you just, that you just uh, guide us to, to your glory, to the kingdom, and that you you bless us on the way there and that every every single podcast we have from here on out that you may that, that you may uh, uh, that we may be moved by the Holy Spirit and that we decrease and you increase in us and I just want to pray that you bless us in all of our lives and everybody who listens and tunes in and I want to say I'm, I'm very thankful for for allowing us to to have this podcast and I'm thankful for all the blessings that you've given us in our life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first episode of Ark of the Covenant Podcast episode one. I'm your host, Matthew Hans the second. Co-host Efraim Duran. Stay tuned, you guys. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, if you want to follow, like, subscribe, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, stay tuned. There's a lot of a lot of great stuff coming on in the Absolutely. future. So Absolutely. thank you thank you for listening. Yes. Have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. God bless. God bless you.